When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In this venue, Your Honors, in this venue, I announce my separation from the United States. That was former President Rodrigo Duterte in a speech delivered to political and business leaders in Beijing on his first official trip as chief executive. The speech set off a flurry of headlines around the world, leaving both pundits and politicians scrambling to interpret what it meant for Washington and one of its oldest allies. I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast. In this special series on Duterte's legacy, we take a closer look at the promises he made on the campaign trail and early on in his presidency, and track them against what actually happened these last six years. During that same speech in Beijing, Duterte unveiled his plans for what he called an independent foreign policy. America has lost me, and will I realign myself in your ideological flow, and maybe I will also go to Russia to talk to Putin and tell him that there are three of us against the world, China, Philippines, and Russia. But to be independent in foreign policy means to be neither for or against any state and to maintain equidistant relations with all. If you simply realign your country with another one, is that really independent? The positive thing with the independent foreign policy, it's simply a pivot to China, and even there was an attempt to pivot to Russia. Two nations that the Filipino people have not benefited from when you look at actual trade and investment data. That was Dean Domanhit, president of the Strat-based Albert Del Rosario Institute and a renowned political analyst. They even are considered, especially China, as a great security threat, external threat to us, because of the way they have used aggressive stance against us in our own exclusive economic zones. But in his early years, Duterte made a big show of cozying up to China, starting with his disregard for the Philippines' victory in 2016 at the Permanent Court of Arbitration. The ruling essentially invalidated China's historic claims over the West Philippine Sea. Could have used it as an opportunity to broaden our alliance. Philippine national interest could have been better served if we used it as an opportunity to reach out to like-minded countries who supported us. And these are big European Union nations, our neighbors on the north, like Japan, South Korea, they were all supportive for our victory. Australia, New Zealand, and even some maritime ASEAN states. Because we had enough when you look at the bigness of these nations in terms of economy, in terms of capacity together. But we failed to, to develop that alliance. Instead, 
Duterte's six years in office were marked by the constant presence of China's maritime militia in the West Philippine Sea, often swarming reefs and artificial islands in the area and blocking access to them. In 2019, a Chinese vessel rammed into and sunk a Filipino fishing boat near Recto Bank. China's Navy and Coast Guard also blocked Philippine ships trying to reach a Union shoal on several occasions. Remember when Duterte promised to ride a jet ski to the Spratly Islands and plant a Philippine flag there? Five years later, this is what he had to say about it. We call it bravado. Yung bravado ko. It's a pure cafe joke. At kung naniniwala kayo sa kabila, pati na siguro si Carpio, pati si... I would say that you are really stupid. His pro-China stance was meant to be quid pro quo. In exchange, the Philippines would reap billions of dollars in investments and loans. But to this day, our biggest export markets are still the U.S. and Japan, as they have been for many years. And our biggest import market is still China. That means we buy much more of their products than we sell to them. Here's ADRI President Dindo Manhit again. If you look at government, they will say there are big projects on their way. Six years into it, it's still big projects on their way. So nothing really materialized. I heard those two that materialized even had problems with environmental compliance, procurement compliance. I'm talking about the Kaliwa Dam, the Chico River irrigation project. So there are problems. Pa. The rest are still memorandum of agreement mm-hmm. six years after. Worst is when the government says we have robust trade with China. Because robust means, are we exporting more? We did not grow our export, but we imported more. And what we imported are even non-essentials. That means we don't really need them for manufacturing. These are basically, we became a marketplace for Chinese products. Throughout his term, Duterte used the pulpit to express his hatred for the Americans. At one point, even insulting former President Barack Obama. And then there was the time he threatened to terminate the decades-old Visiting Forces Agreement just because of a cancelled visa. Particularly, the visa of then-PNP chief Bato de la Rosa, which Washington cancelled over his role in the jailing of Senator Laila de Lima. That I'm warning you, this is the first time. Pag hindi ninyo... Ginawa ang correction dyan. One, I will terminate the basis visiting forces agreement. Tapusin ko yung But in his final year as president, Duterte conceded and let the VFA continue after receiving sizable COVID-19 vaccine donations from President Joe Biden. Word has it, even Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana had a hand in convincing him. But Manhit says the period of uncertainty, when Duterte kept threatening to terminate the VFA, weakened our position. And when you're a small country, and suddenly you remove a possible partnership with a country that can help you defend yourself, how do you look externally? You look weak. Why put ourselves in that situation? So in the end, did the former president deliver on his so-called independent foreign policy? It's a contradiction. Is it really an independent foreign policy or, I'll use the word, or was it appeasing to China? 
But for me, appeasement somewhat towards subservient is what I saw. And that for me is its legacy. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was edited by Preska Pistrano. Next up on our Duterte Legacy series, did we really crack down on illegal mining? If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two and follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're excited to build our community with you, and it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.